Share the link right now. Kevin Kelm, this is WrestleZone Daily, coming to you from the NBC Tower in downtown Chicago. Of course, we are part of the most trafficked pro wrestling website in the gosh darn planet Earth. Talk about WrestleZone.com. We'll talk about all the big stories from there today. The Elite, they've turned down an offer from WWE. We know that Cody Rhodes turned down an offer. We understand that uh, now all of the faction has turned down an offer. And this is uh, sort of leading up and adding to news that we were kind of already aware of. And that the Elite are possibly launching some type of promotion on their own with the backing of the Khan family that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and the National Football League. So, what do you think of this, Robert? I think, well, I'm going to be frank, I've been covering this for long enough now that I just want the announcement. I'm ready. I've had enough of the teases. <laughs> They're going to keep teasing. We gotta wait until the January first, I guess, is what they've been teasing in their web series, being the elite. That's that's the date, the beginning of the new year. What a, what a way to make an announcement. Yeah, I wonder. Does it drop at midnight? Does also, drop that drops midnight? a couple days before Wrestle Kingdom, and those guys have commitments on that on that show as well. And that'll also kind of tell you what the future is of other guys that are in the faction that are more New Japan leaning, like the IWGP Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega. So I, th- I think, you know, this whole group of the elite, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, um, you know, they wrapped up their commitments with at Final Battle with Ring of Honor. Now we'll do it with Ring with New Japan, and we'll have an idea of what that's going to be and what that future will be for them for sure on January 1st. But, wow, turning down a big money deal from WWE. The report came in today from the Wrestling Observer that it was big money, a seven-figure deal for all three stars, specifically Cody and the Young Bucks, a huge, huge um, denial of one of the biggest uh, companies in the business, if not the biggest. Yeah, the biggest. So smart move in the long term. What do you think? Uh, I think they're daring. They're taking a chance on themselves. I also think that they know that they have a responsibility to independent wrestling fans, and they talked about this, specifically the Young Bucks, talked about feeling like, Maybe people wouldn't follow them as heavily if they signed with WWE because they'd feel like they sold out. So I think they're doing this right now to try to change the world, as they say. Now, the one that I'm most interested in is Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. Because, listen, we've gotten Cody on a full-time basis since he was 22 years old. We kind of got the Bucks on a full-time basis when they were in TNA. Kenny Omega is the guy who American fans want on a full-time basis. So will they get him with AEW? 
Uh, I'm getting questions here, you guys. Uh, Bill Church texting in saying, are the Unbox really bringing back LJN wrestling figures? LJN. Like the ones are, w- like, like like the ones WWE had in the 80s. Uh, it's a thing that thing. Yeah, this is a thing that they are working on. Uh, they've they've shown teasers of what the boxes look like. I don't think we've actually seen a picture of what the actual figures look like. Uh, but the young that's another uh, reason I think why the Young Bucks aren't going to WWE is how much they've merchandised themselves. You know, they, they, they have branded themselves in such a big way. They've put out children's books. They have T-shirts and Hot Topic. They have, uh, of course, the Pro Wrestling Tees revolution, what that did for independent wrestlers to make money outside of just, you know, being on wrestling shows. You know, this is a big thing. And the way that they've been able to be a part of that, that revolution and making their own stuff and, and constantly feeding their fan base something uh, I would I would wonder if under the WWE banner they would be able to do that the same way because if you go with WWE WWE is already doing that for their fans and they want to continue to kind of like oversee all of those things and there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, uh, now we know Goldust and people like that do have pro wrestling tees shops available, so maybe they could strike a deal like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and people are just saying why should they go to WWE? Texting in here uh, and then. I think why they would want, why WWE would want them is the obvious reason. All the different merchandise, the fan base they have would come and, all right, I like the Bucks. I'm going to go see the Bucks. I like Cody. I'm going to go see Cody. I'm going to go see the Elite. I like all that cool stuff, and WWE would want to buy into that. Um, I thought if they went to WWE, uh, the intriguing thing to me would be if they got their own space on the network, if they got to do their own show. And it got to be on the network and they got to do their own thing. Because that's so much what people love about them is how independent they are within within everything else that's going on. While at the same time being such a big deal. So then people who are hopping into wrestling now who aren't watching WWE are saying, well, I like that because it's, it's very male 18 to 34. And WWE already is that. But they say like, oh, well, they... They swear and they do all this like really and it's funny first. You know, that that's another thing about them is they're comedy first, uh, which very, very few wrestling brands are. And I guess they kind of do that with with their stuff. And everything's also inside. It's always winking at you, saying, like, we know that you're a smart wrestling fan. We constantly acknowledge your knowledge of what's going on in the wrestling business. We don't um I wouldn't say they ins- insult your intelligence, but at the same time, yeah, they're working people, you know? They're they're teasing, they're teasing, they're teasing. And that's what wrestling is. It's about getting you to engage in something. I'll be honest, the thing that I don't like about that aspect of them is once it's time for them to actually build a match, there's almost nothing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuz it's so wink and a nod, wink and a nod that they don't actually build their matchups. Uh, and then JC Novella is texting in here saying, tune into the Royal Rumble and the Raw after. Uh, he says, you guys got it wrong. They have signed. Yeah, I think some people uh, are running with this. Dave Meltzer is the one who's reported that uh, they have turned down a big offer. Cody Rhodes himself said he turned down an offer. Uh, but who knows? I mean, I, I, this this to me feels def- definitive. I, I trust Meltzer on these type of things. I feel that for sure they're they're going their own direction. We've seen it. We've seen the trademarks. You and I have both seen those things. That those are public. You can publicly find them, and that they've trademarked the term "all elite wrestling." They've trademarked "all in" to double or nothing. You saw fans chant that at Final Battle in New York City uh, last weekend, uh, and so they're super smart and they want to ride that super dedicated audience. Uh, now, I've heard you say that the bubble's going to burst at some point. I don't know if the bubble's going to burst. I don't know if it means completely that they're that 
they're out of working with a bigger company. Because uh, certainly you're working with a big company in the, in the form of the Con family because they own they own the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're doing that, uh, but whatever this thing is, they're they're going there. They're doing something different, and we're going to find out what that is on January first. And uh, let me ask uh, you and the people in the comments this: Are you as intrigued if Kenny Omega doesn't come? It would be a big gap if he didn't get Kenny Omega. But I mean, they've already said that all these guys. They said this at All In. And it seems like they're holding to that with the exception of Marty Scroll, that all these guys are going to go together. Wherever they're going, they're going to go together. And this is just another big door being opened in the sense of wrestlers creating their own thing. And and Cody Rhodes, the mantra he's been hitting on social media and in the press for that wrestlers need to have their own union. They need to have their own they need to dictate the business, not have the business sort of dictated to them while they, you know, bend over backwards and break their bodies to, to make, it, make it the best it can be. Uh, and pe- people accuse WWE of doing that or, or had that, or at least had that opinion. You know? So more news about WWE and what, what they're doing in 2019 coming up within the show as well. But I would say, you know, that's what this is. This is uh, them trying to, well, pave their own path and launch their own promotion. And it's an exciting thing to watch. Um, uh, some comment, comments coming in here about WWE programming this week and a bunch of different things, but... Yeah, some people saying it's still real to me. Damn it, I'm still into it. That's, I don't care if I'm getting right. worked. I'm still, it's still real. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you remember that video, right? You ever seen it before? Yeah. It's still real to me. It's still real. Damn it. It's not fair what they say about you, sir. I can't remember who he's talking to. Uh, maybe it was t- some group of NWA guys. It was NWA guys, <laughs> and the guy's like losing his mind. He was on Tosh Point right? Yeah, that, that yeah. clip went viral. Hi, man, are you okay? <laughs> People just ask him if he's all right. Um, <clears throat> so, jump right into this. Uh, I am still uh, into it. You, your question earlier about if Omega would not be involved. I'm still into it. Doesn't go to AEW. I want to see what they can bring. I want to see what they can do. So maybe, you know, some yeah, they got the core guys. The three guys that people that are really see driving this thing are the Bucks and, and Rhodes, and they're the ones that put all in together, which, you know, is nominated for the WrestleZone event of the year. You guys can go and vote for that right now at WrestleZone.com. Go there, vote in a bunch of different categories. Voting ends on December 23rd. So you have this weekend to get your votes in. We'll talk a little bit later in the show about the breakout category. Who is the breakout performer of that? So a lot to come within the show. But jumping in your comments here, Joel Brown texting in saying, yeah, I think Kenny is great, but Cody is taking things to another level. John Udonovich uh, texting and saying, I'll be bummed if Kenny isn't a part of what's next for the elite. I wanted to see Omega come back to the States and wrestle more. Yeah, you know, that's another thing. You don't see Kenny Omega a lot in the United States or even in Canada. Yeah, that's what I was asking because I think that's the real draw to all of this. Mm. We get Kenny Omega on a full-time basis. That's what people want to see. Yeah. Uh, Whether the Young Bucks and Cody go to WWE or start their own formation, do you think ROH will end up going under? No, no, and here's why. And They've signed Mark Haskins. They've signed uh, PCO. They've signed who else? Who else have they signed? Hold on. They signed a bunch of. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? What's up? How you doing? What's what's going on? You little rugrats. We got rugrats in the studio. It's fine. It's good. 
Uh, we'll, we'll jump. We'll jump right into things here in a second. Uh, I'll keep going with your comments here as well. Uh, what do you guys think of the Good Brothers? Do you think they'll go? That's been a rumor today. It's been a rumor today that the Good Brothers will make their way over to New Japan once again. This was a rumor started by Tamatanga. He said that on Twitter, uh, 2019 is going to be a big year. What do you think about it? And then he tagged Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Uh, now, these guys uh, were, in w- were in New Japan before and have been with WWE since 2016. The Good Brothers, they were part of the Bullet Club and that big blow up. Uh, and then they jumped over to WWE along with AJ Styles. Uh, and then they really have not had a big 2018 whatsoever. They did win the Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, they have they have had some success in WWE. They were, they did, uh, were featured as a heel team on Raw for quite some time. But, I mean, to see them go back to New Japan would be something special. Um, so, Robert, what do you think of this rumor? Well, we're talking about the Elite launching their own thing. We get the rumor today, Tamatanga, Tamatama, Tamatama, Tamatanga. He comes and goes. What he's going to tweet, no one knows. Yes, Tamatanga. Uh, tweeting today that he thinks Carl Anderson and and Luke Gallows are going to come are going to come back to New Japan in 2019. I don't see that They've happening. They've already signed, haven't they? Uh, They're the only two out of the four that have actually re-signed with WWE. Uh, yeah, it's it's up. It's not known what their status is, but their deals are not up for whatever reason. People thought their deals were up in January. They're not up. They're not up. And also, we hear the word that Carl Anderson very much enjoys being in the United States and touring and working in the United States as opposed to having his family here and then working in Japan and going back and forth. Um, I Why would wouldn't say, they? I mean, yeah. that's just a thing that, like, it would be obvious to me, don't you think? Would, wouldn't you rather work here if your family was here and everything was easier for them? You know, but, I mean, there's this ceiling, and what are you doing? And maybe you can make a little bit more money in New Japan, and if you want to go back on that schedule, all right, I had a couple. I had two, I had two good years here working in and out of the United States. I don't know. You guys let me know. If you guys want that, like it. You, th- you, want, to see, you want to see the Good Brothers back in New Japan? Let me know. Sound it off. Click like. Let's get some reactions here, all right? Uh, <clears throat> People jumping into more characters here. So, yes, the Elite has reportedly turned down a big money offer from WWE, specifically Cody Rhodes to return to the company and the Young Bucks, who have talked to WWE in the past but have never gone there. They've had a look. They've had a tryout here and there but have never launched their way into the big WWE. Uh, questions They'll coming in. Go eventually. I don't think that's a question. You, you think so? Even if they launch I their own they- promotion. I think even if it's for a one show, I think they'll be under WWE banner just once. Kota Ibushi did it, you know? Like, yeah. He, he did the Cruiserweight Classic, right? They'll find a way. Yeah. So uh, I can see it happening. Uh, other news in WWE that we got today is the news from WrestleZone.com that the company will indeed have events in Saudi Arabia in 2019. These will be two more Major events uh, scheduled for May and sometime later in the year. Of course, this is under pretty controversial circumstances considering uh, the reported assassination of a journalist who was critical of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And these shows are uh, booked through the General Sports Authority of the Saudi Arabian government. So uh, already pretty controversial situation, but it's a that's a little bit more of a developing story. Uh, and that's, that's going also on. from straight from Meltzer, by the way. Yeah, straight from Big Papa Meltzer. All right. Um, 
Yeah, look, they're gonna keep going. They're going to try to do their own version of changing the world, and more power to them. I think it's it's hard when you're under those kind of business pressures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Rock, uh, he had a proposed brand of tequila was supposed to come out. And it was going to use the term mana, but there's been a patent issue. So a, a fun story with The Rock always making money moves. He makes money moves. Also, we uh, we picked up the story of a viral video that really uh, bro broke out this week. And this is indie wrestler Sean Phoenix, who did a 450 splash off the top rope outside of the ring, was supposed to go through a table, and unfortunately hit the ground and, and suffered some very, very serious injuries, including a broken skull, suffered a concussion, had spinal fluid leaking out of his ear, just very, very severe. Uh, and our own Bill Pritchard got to speak with him about uh, what his life has been like and the reaction to that video going viral. People like Jim Cornette having a reaction to it and others just, you know, tweeting back to him their, their support and condolences as he kind of deals with those injuries and, and uh, works his way back up. You know, the guy's going to have, you know, enduring injuries because of that. And if you watch it, it is a brutal, brutal spill that he takes. And I suggest, once again, you're going to get into wrestling. You know the risks you're going to take. And this one, ugh, he misses the table completely. It is harsh. Yeah, um, he crashes through the table with the lower half of his body, and then his head just cracks the floor. And, ugh. Yeah, it was, I uh, said that to you. Yeah. Right before we went on the air, I watched it, and it yep. just really... Sick it was quite, quite nasty. So all those stories up now at WrestleZone.com, along with our year-end awards. Let's get into one of the categories. We've been going through this uh, throughout the week. And once again, uh, just a couple more days to vote here. We've, we've, we've talked about the female wrestler of the year. A lot of people think it'll be Becky Lynch. Uh, you know, the male wrestler of the year category, we talked about Cody Rhodes. He's nominated. Kenny Omega, he was on the show. We were talking about him. He's on there. AJ Styles, we spoke directly to AJ Styles. You guys can listen to that podcast as well up at WrestleZone. Let's talk about Breakthrough Performer of the Year. Now, this, is a pretty, this is a pretty strong category. I would say this is probably the most competitive of the categories that we're going to see. Uh, we have Nick Aldis, the NWA World's Champion, Joey Janela, A-Kid, Ethan Page, Jordan Grace, Flip Gordon, Falabon, and Liv Morgan. That's a, a very diverse category there of people that uh, we at WrestleZone thought were the breakout performers of 2018 also if we're missing someone i know you guys are going to start chiming in there uh, that we're missing someone you can write them in so these are the the nominees we've made but who knows to say when we announce these at the end of the month uh that you'll you'll find out that wow the breakout performer of the year was someone i picked so go there and you guys can fill out your your ballot let us know what you think who is the breakout performer who's someone that you think really rose out in a big way i you know for this category, I voted Joey Janela. I think more so as a promoter mm. and as somebody who's been putting on these great shows. I've heard his name all year, and it's been nothing but positive. And uh, just a heads up, Kevin, you're a little out of sync. I'm a little out of sync. I'm a little out of sync. Give me one second here, guys. I'm going to sync back up. All right. Uh, yeah, I voted Joey Janela because with all the shows like LA Confidential and all the things he's done with All In and hosting that gruesome uh, David Arquette match that David Arquette, by the way, says he's done apologizing for. He wants to just kick ass, and he's tired of apologizing for being in the wrestling business. He just wants to enjoy his time. And that, to me, makes Joey Janela the breakout star of the year. I actually don't even think all this 
should be in the category because he's been wrestling for quite some time. But you know, I don't There we are, but Robert. Yes, you can vote for that and you can vote for show of the year, which I believe are all in WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Bound for Glory, TNA getting a little love there. And I believe NXT TakeOver New Orleans as well. All right, Robert. Sorry about that. Appreciate your help. All right. We got a whole Scares bunch Kevin. of things. We got all types of run-ins and outside interferences I, from both. I know it. We got, we, got kid, we got kids running in. We got outside got interference kids. from the Internet. Everyone's coming for us, Robert. I know, man. You know what it is, don't you? What's that? It's our, e- it's our evil foe. The algorithms. The algorithms. Yes, the algorithms. Heels, the algorithms. Those those dastardly dirty heels. Yeah. Um, John Udanovich says, is David Arquette done with wrestling or coming back? You know what? He's already committed to more events. He's going to be working uh, the NWA pop-up event. There's a video about that out today. I just saw that before we went on air. I didn't get to watch it. Uh, people want to see Arquette versus Necro Butcher in New Jack. Hey, the guy said he was done with uh, th- with death matches. Yeah, that's so. a name I haven't heard in many years. Where is Necro Butcher? Necro, where is Necro Butcher? I know he got into some legal issues and kind of slid out of wrestling. Mm. That's that's what I remember. Uh, Necro Butcher, his claim to fame. If you've ever seen the movie The Wrestler, uh, he is prominently featured in that. Actually, has one of the more longer wrestling segments in that. Go check him out. He's on that. also a genius. Like, he was a, an actual Mensa genius. Well, when you look at him, you don't think that because he looks like a barefoot maniac. Um, yes. So, yes, I, I wouldn't see that happening. Um, <clears throat> Jason Michael Campbell, very solid viewer of the show, listener. Guys, must watch Flash. Must watch The Flash because... That's where the algorithm the uh, that's where the algorithms conference room. There's a conference now of algorithms. That's how much they're getting up against us. I can't God. have that. You see that they have a conference. They're conferring right? against us. They're conferring against us. Uh, I have more respect for David Arquette than I did for the WCW days. You know, I got to say that about David Arquette. Uh, what he's doing on the independence, uh, working for several different groups in the the past year. You know, some people may say. Well, Maybe he's a breakout performer of the year. Maybe we should have him nominated for a Russell Zone Award. But uh, I would say, uh, yeah, not, not there yet. How about that? I would like to see maybe a double or nothing. Mm. David Arquette versus Stephen Amell. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, That's a match I'd like to see. I'm telling you, the man's angling to do something with WWE. At some point, he wants to do something with WWE. I don't know what it would the be. The Royal Rumbles. You know, he, he is. He you talk about a surprise entrant. That would be a crazy one. Jumping right here into your questions, though. Do you think Becky Lynch and Charlotte will team up together against Ronda Rousey? We're going to get something with all three of these women. They've they've talked about it. There's more than blood in the water. There's more than a teasing of it. Vince McMahon saying, well, you can't blame Ronda Rousey. You signed up for a match or anything could happen. Uh, figure it out. <laughs> and so uh, it seems like we're going to get something here. Maybe we get a triple threat. You know, this just clicked in my mind as Terrell Diggs, loyal viewer, said, team up. You put Charlotte and Becky on Raw. That now clears the way for the all four horsewomen to be on the same brand and then bring up Shayna, Duke, and Shafir. Mm-hmm. And you could easily have a nice match there. Ooh. Uh, Maybe we get and that no. we get that big four horsewomen match that's been teased before at WrestleMania. I, I think you want more 
one-on-one or at least triple threat matches where the WrestleMania, I think SummerSlam. That's that's yeah. an event. Yeah. Uh, Corey Elam saying that Jeff Cobb was the breakout star of the year. You know, I spoke to Jeff Cobb before Final Battle. Such a smart, hardworking guy. Uh, he did got nom- did not get nominated by us by our writing staff, but you can write him in. So another thing about our awards, the WrestleZone Year End Awards, is you can write in who you want. So it could be a surprise. It could be somebody who's not even uh, listed as a nominee just right now. You could you could win. So that's a part of it I do enjoy. I'd say more questions here. <clears throat> Kind of a repetitive question, but what do you think? Uh, when do you when do you think that we'll be done with Bray? What do you think? We'll, excuse me. What do you think we'll be done with Bray? These questions are hard to to read sometimes when they're flying by on the screen. So, go go there. Bray Wyatt. Uh, we're getting him back at some point. Where does he figure in the mix? Obviously, it looks like uh, Raw would need uh, him to kind of come in and shake things up. I'm not convinced we're going to get a character change until i see the character change i know the pop the popular belief is oh he's changing his character he's teasing on social media i'm not convinced we're going to see anything other than bray wyatt as he has been until we see it and i think that's a good thing because i think there's still so much room for growth with that character imagine if the undertaker would have given up a year into his career because people like oh well he's just fighting Mm. Kamala and I don't like that so change the character imagine what would have happened exactly we don't we don't need this mysterious dead guy we don't need that at all yeah yeah uh Bill Church says feud of the year should be Rousey versus doing a promo (laughs) (laughs) whatever I give you strawberries you you earn no points and you've added nothing to the conversation no, Bill, Bill, you're sweet. Uh, no, I think Ronda Rousey, I don't think she's bad at promos. I think she's fine. For, fine, especially for someone who's been doing it as long as she's been doing it. She, she's better than some of the other women on the oh, program. Oh, spill the tea, Robert DeFelis. Yeah, jumping I, in. I, I, I'm at the point with Naya that I'd rather Naya never talk. Oh, wow. You're going for it, huh? You're going for it. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, going into WrestleMania, she was a great character. It seems like she lost a step somewhere, and I don't know. I fell out of it. Mm -hmm. Continue to fire off your questions. We'll jump right into them as well. Once again, this is WrestleZone Daily, streaming you live from the NBC Tower in downtown Chicago. I'm Kevin Kelm. That's Robert DeFields. And we're supported by our great friends at Powerslam.tv. Yes, powerslam.tv. So we, we've talked about some independent wrestling stuff, and we jump around from topic to topic. We're all over the world of wrestling, and if you need even more wrestling on demand, over 4,000 hours of it that you can watch on desktop and mobile devices, you can get it for $6 a month, but you get the first month for free if you use the promo code WrestleZoneFree. All right, you get one month for free, save 7 bucks, and try it out and see if you like it. So once again, so what kind of promotions are there, Kevin? What kind of promotions are there? You get Defy. You get CZW. You get oh, you, someone brought up a CZW Cage of Death. You can watch. You can watch those now. Hours of their stuff is on there. Uh, everything what about on the Hotspots Wrestling Network. Boom! That's on there. That's on there. I, yeah. I, you know, I was watching the other day uh, the Sex Ferguson special he did with uh, Domino that was hilarious. And you can get that through Power Slam. Pretty sweet stuff. So go check it out. All right. Once again, the promo code WrestleZone Free. <clears throat> All right, let's get right into it here. People saying, do you think EC3, he's getting called up from NXT to SmackDown or Raw. We don't know which one he's going to be a part of. He'll be there along with Lacey Evans, Heavy Machinery, and Lars Sullivan. 
But some people want to know, is he going to be heel or babyface? Here's the thing. I think uh, I really think he'll come in and be kind of a, a an odd, brash, uh, egotistical but fun character that people can get behind. There's a lot of catchphrases you can say with him. You know, you can do EC3. You can do the top 1%. You know, you, there's fun things you can you can jump on you can jump onto with that. I think he will come in as a babyface because he's leaving NXT as a babyface. And I mentioned this on Twitter. I want to see him do something with Dean Ambrose. Mm. You know, bring some bring some character out of Dean Ambrose other than I'm so kooky and aren't I wacky with my gas mask here? Like <laughs> I'm gonna dress like character. Bane. I'm gonna dress like Bane. Look at me. I got my Bane jacket on. I'm a gas mask. Look. I'm cosplaying as Bane. Uh, Ron Fantan uh, texting here with a prediction of the NFL game. It'll be the Bears, 702, 49ers, 3. That's an accurate prediction. My Bears, I'm hopeful for them. Good year for the Chicago Bears. You think this is it? You think they're winning? You think they're going I do. I think the they're going all the way. Uh, my NFL prediction, Bears don't get past the second round of the playoffs. I, I just There's just something about the Bears. They've had a good year. But I, I'm being uh, trepidatious with 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 my with my Chicago Bears fandom. But I still will proudly bear down for them. I will bear down. Uh, how do you think? Well, let me tell you, if it's not the XFL, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it isn't the XFL, I don't care. Who's gonna win the million dollar game? Yes, that was an XFL thing. Uh, how well do you think Lars Sullivan will do on the main roster? Um. Very well, and I think here's the hot take. Here's the spoiler. Mm-hmm. I think he's attacking Braun Strowman. I think he costs Braun Strowman the Universal Title at the Royal Rumble. It's a big prediction. It is a big prediction there. Um, you know, a lot of people would be into that. <clears throat> people saying he better bring back the fanny pack. Oh yes, uh, EC3 has the fanny pack. Uh, I was going to say Lars Sullivan. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we're jumping around from topic to topic here. Uh, more going on at WrestleZone.com. We have our podcast in the past week, so if you're just watching our show now, you can listen to all of our shows. We do them Monday through Thursday. We had interviews this week with AJ Styles. Uh, I have an interview coming out with Abilene Maverick of WOW, Women of Wrestling, which is going to debut in a few weeks on Access TV. So we have, we have that coming up in a few days. So just a lot going on at WrestleZone.com. The year-end awards are also there as well. We keep we keep talking about them, but we have a lot of people asking us, how come this person isn't nominated? How could you nominate this person? Ah. And it's just like, well, you can nominate anyone. We have a writing category. You can write in for any any nominee. You can write in your own version of them that you want or your own pick, if you will. And if you That's just stream right. the show on Facebook, you can subscribe to the podcast version. We have that on iTunes, TuneIn, and other podcast apps, so don't be afraid to do that. You can listen to the audio uh, let us know what you think of it. How much How much does this show transfer over uh, for, for you guys that are just listening to podcasts here? I did get into some questions here. Yesterday we were talking heavily about the new era of WWE. We've already talked about what is it going to be like when EC3 comes up. What's it going to be like when, when Lars comes up? And one thing we got a little bit of attention talking about here on Twitter and a couple other social mediums was what's going to happen? What's going to happen with these new matchups? And we had a couple of people uh, tweet at us at WrestleZone.com. WrestleZone.com. That's all one word, WrestleZone.com. Excuse me, I almost said WrestleZone.com. I say it so often, right? And uh, CK Original uh, tweets at us. He says he wants to see AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins for either a universal title or the WWE title. What do you think of that? I mean, have they ever had a singles match like straight up? 
I'm sure they have in a very early stage of their careers. But these two right now, they're at the peak. They're at the zenith. I don't think either one will probably get better. So now would be the time to do it. I don't think it happens until SummerSlam. I'll more, say that. Uh, more people hitting us up over on Twitter saying they would like to see EC3 versus John Cena. What do you think of that? That would be a hot match. That is a match I want to see. John has said in the past this would be a match he wouldn't mind. And, you know, I would I would really like to see WWE make a phone call to Dixie Carter. Mm. Now, this would... Have a little bit of Dixie Carter with EC3. Yeah, this would be a wild one. Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar. If they're just going to shake it up and and be have it driven by fresh matchups, man. Uh, Cesaro, I know he's he's in the tag team and has been in the tag team picture for the last year or two. Uh, but when he's had those hot singles matches, man, alive. When those uh, European uppercuts start coming out and he's catching people in midair and going for tilt with everybody. I remember him going the distance with John Cena, I think in 2016, 2015, um, before he got into the feud with Sheamus and then formed the bar with him. It was it was wild. It was a wild, wild match on Raw, well worth seeking out. I would also love to see one this one. One of the things I wanted to see when uh, Cesaro was a Heyman guy was the eventual turn and then Cesaro versus Lesnar. And we never got it. We never got it. Now, this one would be exciting. Andrade Almas versus Finn Balor. That would be something special, wouldn't it? I think that'd be a very good match. Mm. Now, this is one I think we've seen on television, um, but we haven't seen like a full-on feud, and that would be Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman. Now, Samoa Joe over on SmackDown, Braun Strowman over on Raw. That would mean you have to move him around. Uh, This is a man who has a wonderful Twitter handle, uh, (laughs) RobertMania34. Why didn't you get that one, Robert? That should have been your Twitter handle. He's also go- absolutely denied. He's also going by Awesome Bob, all right? And he and he would want to see if if they aren't going to have Joe versus Strowman, right? These two monsters collide, make them a tag team that loves destroying people. <laughs> to be specific, they love to destroy people. So uh yeah, what new matches would you guys like to see with the the new WWE? It's all about new matches that they're they're emphasizing. We're going to see more events, we're going to see these fresh different new things. You know, people saying they would love to see Cesaro go solo. You know, um, other people saying they want to see that EC3 versus Cena match. You know, so it would be something special. Uh, Owens versus Drew. That, that would be wild. Kevin Owens is due to come back at some point in the, uh, the first chunk of 2019 if he can get, get healthy for uh, in time for WrestleMania season. Him versus Drew McIntyre would be exciting. Um <clears throat> Bill texting in here saying, does the new Daniel Bryan remind you of modern-day Ludwig Borga? What? What? What an obscure, <laughs> weird what? question. Uh, Ludwig what? Borga, what? Uh, it, just to give you a little bit of something here, Ludwig Borga had a, a short, short, short run in mid-'90s WWE, uh, around, I believe, uh, 93 or something like that. Had an injury and didn't rehab it all the way, didn't want to come back to WWE. He was from Finland. Uh, and he was a part of the anti-American crew that went up against, uh, I believe, a, a, a foursome of American uh, American superheroes for WWE. And we cut promos about how awful America was. You know the long-standing issues between America and Finland. 
you know, one of our greatest yeah. rivals. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know if he's a modern day. That's such an odd thing. I think Daniel Bryan is very much his own character, especially the way he, like, attributes a lot of the things, his moral high ground with this new character to uh, intellectuals and, 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 and super hyper-intelligent people that have written about philosophy and science and ecology and how much people consume and they're fickle and fickle and i'm gonna i'm gonna make this belt into a championship of of help of hemp we're not gonna have a leather belt <laughs> you know like that that wild promo he cut before tlc you should seek it out it's on wwe's posted that up on uh on youtube today you can actually go and find that out um daniel bryan to me reminds me of straight edge society punk mm. okay i can see that as well Tribute to the Troops is on tonight. This was formed, this is filmed in Texas uh, about, I want to say, a week and a half ago. Uh, I don't know what matches are featured. I know they have a lot of celebrity talent that's going to be on the show, including Ben Stiller, who's going to be a part of it. Um, uh, no, John Stewart. Excuse me. John Stewart is going to be a part of it. Uh, and I always flip those up. I always flip up John Stewart and Ben Stiller. I, always, I don't know why I do that. They, they look alike to me, and I just flip them around. I don't know why that's happening. But Tribute to the Troops, uh, one thing uh, about Tribute to the Troops is it's a show that people kind of, like, forget about every year because it's, it's non-consequential. But I remember when this started, this is now the 16th year they've done it, it, it was a big deal. It was, like, a really, really big deal. Uh, America was in the, the second Iraq war, and you're sending WWE there in the middle of a war zone to – do a wrestling show on a base. Those first few they did, not to say they aren't entertaining now and they don't have a, a fun uh, escapist feel from everything with WWE. They're special now. I'll check out the show. I, I don't know if I'll watch it live. I'll definitely try and catch it tomorrow afternoon. Uh, but it's it's a fun show. I, I think it's fun. I think it's underrated in terms of, like, the goodwill that WWE does. I do think it's kind of video package heavy just as a wrestling show. But, come on, the whole thing is just about let's do something fun for the armed forces and their families. Yeah, I remember when, you know, it was really during the height of the war, they used to really make it a big deal. And now it seems like it's, you know, we're doing a tribute to the truth. Just like you said, it's 16 years in. And I think as time has gone by, it's just lost some of that um, that value. Do you think it's value per se, Do you think that. it's because the show is filmed now almost just military bases? It's, it's they they they're going they're keeping it domestic in the United States. Do you, do you think it, that's kind of like oh just as a on the surface show to watch? I think it's just great that they do it. It's just a wonderful thing to do for just like a deserving audience of people. Do you think that the show uh, could could be uh, I don't know amplified in some way in some different way if it was overseas? Yeah, because I think. The idea was we were in the thick of the war, you know, and when a lot of the troops got called home, it lost that that significance. Like people felt like, oh, well, you know, we conquered, the war's over, this isn't as special, mm. you know. Mm, true, but I still think it's it's something that's good that happens every year. So I'm I'm not no, opposed to it. Is. Yeah, it definitely is. I did not get to check out this new day special that ran a part of WWE Week. Did you get to see any clips from this? Um, no, but I do know that it was a, it was mostly a year in review. Okay. I didn't see what the New Day did, per se, but I'm sure it was funny. They did a, did you catch this on YouTube? 
They did a gift exchange with the Iconics. <laughs> no, I did not. I can see that. I can see uh, them them being humorous. I think I would like to see more of the New Day with their own stuff on the network. I I'd like to see more wrestlers with their own shows on the network. Guys that are actively there that diverge. You know, everyone talks about oh they're gonna do table for three and different things like that. Edge and Christian have a comedy show. I would love to see just more comedy oriented stuff on the network a new tuesday night titans i thought we were going to get that when the when the network came back that we get like some type of late night show but what are you gonna do i do think woods is getting an arcade bar kind of show where he goes around to different arcade bars neat and checks out the local scene i didn't know about that that would actually be cool i'm a fan have you ever been to an arcade bar they're they're the they're the hip trendy thing to do in, in, in the midwest specifically in chicago we have like dozens of them now I have not been to an arcade They're bar, fun. but I I do know that they are fun. I would want to go with to one that has a WBF, you know, cabinet. Cause oh, dude, that's why I'm going. Dude, okay, no one is asking me to say this, but the best arcade that I've ever been to is in the south burbs of Chicago. It's called Galloping Ghost. Now, most arcades in the city, we have a couple. We have Emporium. Um, there is one called Replay. And you go in, and some of them are like quarters. Like, you have to have tokens. There's one called Logan Hardware. Logan Arcade used to be a hardware store, and they turned it into into an arcade bar. That one's really cool. You got to have, like, tokens for it. But this Galloping Ghost one, a little bit more pricey in this sense. There's no – it's not a beer. It's not a beer place. You can't drink beer there. But it's an arcade bar in the sense of you can drink down the street, walk over to them, and you pay $15. Now, that seems silly, right? But you pay $15, right. and you get to play everything for free. You don't put a quarter into anything. So everything's kind of set to play, and you just get as much as you want out of the experience. Uh, and they have there, like, WWF WrestleFest. They have, like, that game, and um, I'm trying to think of another. WrestleFest is the one I look for whenever I go to the arcade. Uh, if you can see that game, that game is so much fun. They have a battle royal in it, and you can win the tag team titles. And you always have to work your way up to the Legion of Doom. Uh, and it just has a bunch of crazy graphics and Hulk Hogan, like, punching a calendar to say when you're working your way up the ladder, he punches a calendar. Because you can't just rip the calendar down, right? You have to punch it. So it's ridiculous. It's very, it's very uh, 80s. Yeah. Question still coming in here. Corey Elam saying, What's, what are they doing with Paige now that she's not the GM anymore? What what's what's next for Paige? Pop, I personally believe that they don't know yet. I think she'll be on the pre-show for stuff mm-hmm. until they can find a permanent spot for her. Sure. maybe the UK GM. Yeah, I've I've um, said that they if they utilized her star power for the UK brand or NXT in general, that it would help them and it would it, it would allow her to continue to have that authority figure role or a complementary role in that in that regard. Uh, <clears throat> Nick Batson saying Chicago is an awesome place. Sears Tower is, is super cool. Thank you, Nick. Uh, I agree, and thank you for calling it Sears Tower, not Willis Tower. Ugh, what a ridiculous name. Um, uh, my stream, uh, Bill Church said, my, my, I, I, have you been to Galloping Ghost? I was talking about an arcade place. Yes, I have. It's awesome. It's one of my favorite, favorite places to go. Uh, it's a little bit of a trek, but when you go, you're, like, there all night. So if you're going to do a Galloping Ghost night, you got to get, like, your money's worth out of it. Um... Christopher Daniels is gone from ROH. He's taking independent bookings, and that is ROH track. Uh, ROH contract would not allow. Uh, Christopher Daniels looks like he's done. Looks like they wrote him off on final battle. Uh, a lot of shakeup now. I don't know. I mean, could he be a part of the elite thing? Sure. Um, but also, you have the guy who's in his late 40s. You know, this is the guy who's been around wrestling 
since the late 80s is an active competitor. That's uh, crazy. He's had certainly had some injuries and different things like that over the years. Uh, a stalwart, a stable, a stable player for TNA and Impact Wrestling throughout the years and Ring of Honor, was a Ring of Honor world champion. What's next for Christopher Daniels? I think it's AEW or whatever the elite decides to mm. do. I, you know, Christopher Daniels is kind of in that Colt Cabana mm-hmm. slot for me where underrated, underappreciated, I think. And it's good that they're finally getting a little bit of shine, you know? John Udonovich is bringing up a segment this week from SmackDown. He says, do you think they're teasing The Rock with a poster on the wall of the Vince uh, uh, of uh, Vince and Miz st- uh, segment backstage. Yeah, I did notice Boy, I that. Thought, I, I thought I was a reacher, but this is this is a reach. To detail, this is this is a real reach. No, they're putting out a book about the Rock. <laughs> they 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 have a book. They have a book coming out. Uh, they always kind of do that. If they have a DVD, a new DVD coming out, a new type of product, uh, consumer product that you can go and buy, they always have a poster for it backstage. They, it's a way for them to promote it without you know having to just run a promo video for it. Um, <clears throat> will Christopher Daniels ever come to the WWE? I would love that. Uh, I don't know if WWE would be interested in a guy in their late 40s. Now, if they want him to come in and do a handful of matches or do a short-term deal, yeah, that would be interesting. I think he'd be the a perfect guy to just throw in the mix of NXT to get those hardcore wrestling fans that are already very, very familiar with a guy like Christopher Daniels, and it would be exciting. I mean, him and NXT, I think, would be the best thing. Not so much Raw and SmackDown, because I just don't see WWE wanting to be in the Christopher Daniels business for a long period of time, but the short run, why not? They've done you know quick little shots with guys like that in the past. Sting had that. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger had like you know a one shot deal with WWE, so I I I would be down to see the Fallen Angel in NXT. I would go as far as to say if he was going to do the one off, I wanted to be a triple threat with Joe and AJ. Mm. Get that match in there. One more, you know? one more time, huh? All yeah. right. Well, we uh, we appreciate you guys supporting the show here as always. We will return. Uh, maybe we'll do a show Monday. Are you down to do a show Monday? I'm down to do a show Monday if you're down to do a show Monday. Monday? Oh, Monday's Christmas Eve, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I, I am I am not able to do a show. I'm looking I'm looking at a schedule while I'm doing this. I would say we return on the twenty-sixth. We'll return on the twenty-sixth. So stay tuned to all of our socials for the exact time. I am going to WWE Live that night uh, for a live event holiday tour, and I am working, I'm on air. For 101 WKQX for seven days in a row. It'll be a wild, wild week. So at some point, I would say likely Wednesday or Thursday, we will return for the podcast. All right. So we'll be here live. Follow us. Make sure you turn on your Facebook notifications and have all that crazy stuff. All right. I have no problem talking about this stuff and what shows work and when you guys get it because you guys are so supportive of Robert and I and the whole WrestleZone team. Uh, we do, we did a right. redesign. We're still working on it. I think the new website is is wonderful. So thank you guys for checking it out and supporting it. Go and vote in those awards. We'll come back next week, and we'll get closer to our big year-end show in which we announce our year-end award winners and so much more. Uh, Bill Church saying, can I still send in my Nitro Party tape? Yeah, sure. I don't you know sure if we'll watch can, it. Man. <laughs> yeah. Happy holidays to you guys all. Uh, honestly, uh, on behalf of, uh, of Robert and myself, we are so thankful for you guys. This has been a really wild year for me uh professionally and 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 i've gone through a lot of uh just a lot of challenges 
Uh, and one of the fun things I've had doing, even with all the tech things today, we had we had we had a we had a run in from the Rugrats. We had we had we have my stream and my mic going down. We're trying to make this the best we can get it. All right, and I'm so thankful. First off, to Cumulus Media Chicago and 101 WKQX. They give me a wonderful facility to be able to do this at, and I'm very very thankful to them. Um, I'm thankful to the great team we have at Evolve and our our partner sites and SureDog and ComingSoon.net and Superhero Hype. We're we're part of a really strong group of people that uh, believe in our passion about genres of entertainment and we get to report on it and so when you guys uh, go to our website and you read it and you share it and you you listen to our podcast you jump on our live streams and stuff like that you're supporting what we do and we're grateful most of all in this whole process for you for you coming on board and bringing your positivity when i say silly things like enjoy wrestling at the end of the show i'm doing it because i want you to enjoy it i've watched it my whole life and there are many many times when i'm like but uh, Robert, you see me do this because I think we can find gold in everything if we just allow ourselves to enjoy it. And for me, the entire WrestleZone team is great. Super passionate all around. Doing this show is the highlight of my entire days because, you know, I'm, I'm doing this shift for about four hours a day for WrestleZone and three hours for another place. Yeah. This is fun. I enjoy doing it. I'm getting to do what I love for a living and it's awesome. And thank you all. And thank you, Kevin. Yeah. All and, right. Well, yeah. Robert, I want you to go check on the elf on the shelf there. Make sure the Rugrats are in line for Christmas. All right. Make sure yeah, I, I, am. I, 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 uh, big, big Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody in the DeFilis family and Merry Christmas to all of you guys out there listening and watching the show. We, we sincerely appreciate it. Uh, go watch uh, a video of stone cold stunner, of Santa Claus, okay? So that's what you should do with every yeah. holiday, all right? Oh, hell yeah. Sip a eggnog for the happy ho-ho holiday coming out here with your big belly. What? <laughs> like all that ridiculous stuff. Fun times. Yes, Merry Christmas to you guys all. Thank you so much for supporting everything with WrestleZone. That is Robert DeFelis. I'm Kevin Kelm. Follow him at Dude Felice on Twitter. Check out Time Killer Apparel. You can follow me on on Twitter at Kev Kellum and, of course, follow WrestleZone, everything we have going on there. Thank you guys so much. We ask you once again, as always, to please enjoy wrestling.